Hi, everyone. I'm Wayne Cavati. And I'm Bethany Bowman. And we're excited you've decided to join the D2 Nation. We want to make sure you are following along and not missing a single episode of the D2 Nation podcast. So that means you need to know where to find us. Bethany, where can they find us? Better question, Wayne, is where can they not find us? You can find us on Spotify, on iTunes, also on Anchor, whatever your preferred podcast listening tool is. And we'll also archive all of our interviews on our YouTube page. So if you want to get on and watch as well, also an option. That's right. We're everywhere. Today, it's the D2 Nation. Tomorrow, we take over the world. But for now, enjoy this week's episode. Welcome back to week six of the D2 Nation podcast. I'm your co-host, Wayne Cavati, and I'm grateful that the ever-so-busy Bethany Bowman is back for yet another week of all things D2. Bethany, after a weekend in press, box, press boxes all over Kansas, it's good to see you again, partner. Good to see you too, Wayne. Excited for another episode of the D2 Nation. Of course, the big news this week is the new look at the Power 10 and Top 25 in Division II football. There was a lot of major shakeups with four big upsets, two of which occurred inside the top 10. And one of the four upsets was the Nebraska Kearney Lopers over Pittsburgh State, a very historic program in Division II. Lopers get the win, though, and joining us today is the quarterback behind that upset, TJ Davis. TJ, welcome to the D2 Nation. Oh, thank you for having me. Yeah, we're excited you're here. Um, TJ, let's go back before we talk about what's going on now. Let's go back to 2019. You were the MIAA Freshman of the Year. You led the Lopers to a victory over Northwest Missouri State for the first time in 29 years. You, you already started establishing yourself as the, the upset kind of guy right there. But before that big game with the Bearcats, it's my understanding your breakout performance was against a certain Emporia State. And waiting to interview you on the sidelines was none other than the legendary Bethany Bowman uh, right over here to my left. Uh, what do you remember about that breakthrough performance? And of course, my legendary co-host. Uh, as far as I can remember, um, I played a little bit that first half, um, get the little jitters going. Um, but the second half, I end up playing most of the game. So that was just a turn for me um, coming in as a freshman. Uh, it was a lot of excitement. Like I didn't know what to expect, but um, we ended up getting a victory, and of course, uh, Bethany interviewed me, um, and we talked about the game a little bit. But uh, it was it was very exciting just to get my feet wet and get a uh, good experience. Yeah, and you and you liked beating her Emporia State, and then getting her to interview you. I'm sure. Oh uh, yeah, that, that that was the highlight. That was the highlight. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I was actually just at home that weekend and was like, you know, I'll go and I'll watch the Hornets play. Um, you know, not biased, but always love to watch the alma mater. Um, covered the game. Was going to get an interview afterwards, and I planned on it being the Hornets. Not to to say I didn't have you guys winning that one, but you guys were the underdog, and I ended up having to interview TJ here. So, uh, but I really enjoyed it. And that was an impressive debut in 2019 with not only the upsets or over the Bearcats that year as well, but a victory in the Mineral Water Bowl. I know that was huge for the Nebraska Kearney program to get that postseason win, really changed things around. Josh Lynn, head coach, told me. And you went 2-0 in last year's odd COVID fall season, and now you're a 2-0 and inside the top 25 for the first time in a decade exciting times for the Lopers. When did you realize that this was going to be a team that could make some history and what makes it so special? 
I knew in 2019 that we was capable of definitely beating people, especially after we beat Northwest Missouri State. So I knew that that like set like a, a, a stepping stool for us as a as a program. But I knew that we was capable of winning and we set a highest expectation for ourselves going into the COVID year, not knowing if we was going to play or not play. But uh, I think coach made a statement like, hey, basically, we're going to play like this year still count. Like there's no championships. There's nothing. But we still going to make it count just to get better at ourselves. And I think that really set a stepping stool for our team as a whole where we need to be as a program. And here we are now sitting 2-0. Yeah, it's been fun to watch it. And, and a lot of the reason it's fun to watch you guys is, is your style of play. You know, you, you're, you're a real dual threat quarterback, a true dual threat quarterback. You're just exciting to watch out there. Um, I don't know if you watched Monday Night Football with the, with the Manning brothers going at it with Lamar Jackson last night, but all they kept talking about was, is he a drop back passer or is he a run, for, uh, run first quarterback? What talk a little bit about your style? Are, are you run first or pass first? I'm gonna say in all offense, as many people know, I would definitely be described as a run first. Mm-hmm. We run probably 70% of the time. Uh with the ball in my hand, start with me first. Um, that's what I would say. A lot of people say that uh like in the beginning of my my as you call it breakout season that I couldn't throw the ball. I would want to basically just make a statement that I could throw the ball. And just show people that I'm not just a one-dimensional quarterback. Yeah, I mean, it, it's starting to show. You know, you're having 100-yard, 100-yard weeks. It's pretty impressive. And like I said, it's it's really fun to, to watch. And um, I guess just to build build on the question a little bit, do you feel like the offense is getting more comfortable around you, that it, it's as you grow as a player, the offense is growing as a unit? Oh, yeah. Uh, leading my team, uh, that's one thing that I try to do. Uh, I feel like if I'm playing well, obviously the offense got to be playing well because I'm a leader. Um, that's one thing I try to do, um, lead my team by example. So if I'm not, I put 100% on myself. So as long as I'm not going right, I would blame that on myself, which that's one thing I can't say. In that second quarter of Pitt State, uh, we kind of had a, a little stutter there. I blame that on myself uh, when I did certain things. But uh, that's just one thing that I'm always going to just be hard on myself about, just trying to get my team in the right positions. You mentioned that second quarter there at Pitt State. What was playing in the jungle like? Because that is one of Division II's best atmospheres. It has to be. It's so much fun. It's always electric there. What was that like for you? Oh, man, it was crazy. Uh, I didn't, honestly, I'm going to say the best thing they had was the fans. Like, their fans was into the game. Like, I heard them, like, right behind our bench. And they they, they definitely, their fans were definitely in tune with what they had. And that's, that's definitely hard coming from uh, – Coming from coming somewhere that you know, like we knew Pitt State was capable of being like one of the top top five stadiums in D two, and we knew that we was going to be in a, a fight with the fans and the team. So uh, we just came in there with a mindset. Coach played all week the Pitt State Jungle song just mm-hmm. so we could be prepared for it, and we definitely came in prepared. Yeah. And looking at MIAA football and your next three games, you have a 2-0 Washburn team next, Central Missouri, and then an under-the-radar Fort Hayes State team who's 0-2, which I think a lot of people are surprised about because they are a good team. How do you prepare for a tough slate like that coming up and stay focused for this season? Um, one thing we say is execute uh, week in and week out. Um, this is a hard, hard uh, conference. We know week in and week out, even a the teams that aren't record aren't so hot, they'll come out and play. 
week in and week out. So we know we got to prepare every week, uh, not look too too ahead of ourselves. Uh, we go in, we say, uh, be one and know every week. And that's our motto we're going to stick to until we reach our goal. And now, you know, just looking back on your time at Nebraska Kearney so far, I love being a Division II student athlete. I think you're loving being a Division II student athlete because you're having so much success. Now, that reminds me, I saw a tweet once, um, I think it was last season, or maybe in that breakout year in 2019, but there were some people saying you were the best quarterback in Nebraska, and that's saying a lot with the University of Nebraska being there too. No shade to them, but you really are doing well. What makes D2 so special to you? Because I think you probably could have had some opportunities to go play Division One if you wanted to. Uh, D2 is a special environment. I mean, I say a lot of people, like, within the community, like, actually care about you. Whereas in big schools, like, you hear people talking about you, but, like, do they really know you as a person? That's one thing I can say about D2. Uh, the community catered to you, like, my teammates, everybody on campus. Like, I know a lot of people, and I interact with a lot of people on a daily basis. So that's one thing I can say is the community and, uh, and just my teammates. Um, they know. They know that. Uh, obviously we're not D1, but we say, we call ourselves D1 because we're in the best MIAA uh, D2 co conference. And we just go in, we go in week in and week out knowing that that if we beat somebody, we'll get recognition just because this is a hard conference. But knowing that uh, the community is behind you and supporting you and knowing like actually your background, where you come from, that make you actually want to go play for somebody. Mm -hmm. And Bethany, that's been really the reoccurring theme we hear from everyone. It's the, it's the family environment in, in D2. And, you know, I've said it as a beat reporter, just with coaches and SIDs and, and athletes that I keep in touch with after they, they move on. It's just that, that family environment. And I like the way that you put it, DJ, that uh, it makes you want to go play for them and, and perform well. Um, but, okay, TJ, those were the easy, those were the, the really easy questions. <laughs> This is now the hard part of the show. It's the D2 Nation hot seat. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, go get him, Bethany. Okay, so what is the best sports movie of all time? Oh, I'm going to have to go with Remember the Titans. That's oh, mine. Perfect. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, okay, Bethany told me we need to break this up. I understand you're somewhat of a sneakerhead and a fashion expert. So tell us a little bit about your collection and, and you know, tell us, tell us about it. Oh, uh, I'm looking at it right now. I got, <laughs> I got quite a few sneakers, but my favorite pair right now, I'm going to have to go with the laser force. It's a, it's a retro edition. It's like older. Um, I'm going to say that's my favorite pair right now. Honestly, I got over probably like 50 pair of shoes, like Jordans and Yeezys, all type of shoes. Uh, but I'm going to go with the, the uh, laser force i'm also like you said fashion like into clothes like i got all type of different clothes where it is supreme palm angels uh all that's like designer stuff i don't really know if you know about it <laughs> um so just if there is the tj davis nike shoe i'm a 10 and a half keep that in mind and 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 feel free to send them this way because i definitely want to be the first to get them <laughs> got you got you dude. <laughs> For anyone out there, uh, besides the football content he posts, um, he doesn't miss on Instagram with the fits. So um, always looking fresh with the clothes, the shoes. So everybody go follow TJ on Instagram. And <laughs> what is in your headphones pregame to get you pumped up for a game? 
Well, I like to listen to, uh, I'm a big rap guy. So I say a few guys I listen to, my go-to is Lil Baby. It's not a specific song, but uh, I listen to Lil Baby. Uh, Young Boy get me, get me a little pumped up. More recently, I was listening to, uh, I actually watched something on uh, on Instagram with Deion Sanders. And he ended up, him and his team ended up playing a song in the locker room. And I just, I just, it definitely got me pumped. So I definitely have to listen to it and turn it on. Uh, but it was by YG. Yeah. I mean, anything Dion does, you got to follow, right? It worked for him. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. Um, any superstitions before the game? Um, honestly, I make sure I do one thing. I make sure I pray before every game. It's just like something my family and I uh, always did growing up even a little lead. Uh, so I just try to keep that as a ritual, just make sure I keep God first. What social media platform are you most addicted to? And who is like your favorite follow on social media, social media personality? Like who do I follow? That's my yeah. favorite or? And, okay. and, and, but which, first of all, which platform are you like most addicted to? Ooh, I'm gonna say it's like hand in hand between Instagram and Snapchat. Snapchat just addicting just because like, I talk to everybody on there all day, every day. So like, it's kind of hard to get off. But Instagram, you get to see, like you said, all the fashion, everybody be posting their pictures, whether it's like a sport, um, just their fashion. And my inspiration all is definitely LeBron James. Like, he's definitely one of them people that, it's a good face on uh, social media and he shares, he shares his platform well. His Taco Tuesday posts are the best. I just actually just had tacos. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, I thought of a, one last question before we let you go. Uh, wait, have you played? You haven't played Emporia State yet, right? Not yet. Are, Not you, yet. Not are, yet. are you going to beat Emporia State this year? <laughs> That's the goal. We're trying to beat everybody. Go one and one, one and all every week. <laughs> That's the goal. That was that was the nice way to get out of the, uh, of answering that question in front of Bethany. I, I respect <laughs> you for that. <laughs> but TJ, you made it through the hot seat. Thank you so much once again for joining us this week. Um, good luck this weekend. And remember, D2 Nation listeners, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, and just about anywhere else you listen. Give us a follow, and we'll see you next week on the D2 Nation. Uh-huh.